the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With the free Business 1440 mobile app. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Those raging northern California wildfires could get worse before they get better. That's because there's going to be low humidity and high winds in the forecast for today. And officials say that means those flames could, in fact, spread to brand-new neighborhoods, threatening more homes. In Virginia, a dam that overflowed on Thursday currently stable, but they still are asking people evacuated to stay away. Lynchburg Director of Water Resources Tim Mitchell gave an update last night. We have been evaluating the condition of the dam. We've had engineers on site this morning looking at the the dam itself, and we have um, determined that the dam is stable at this point. Meanwhile, officials say about 150 homes downstream from that dam remain evacuated. People are staying away. It was a good session on Wall Street to end the week Friday. The Dow Jones Industrial Average picked up 100 points. This is SRN News. Tune in and turn it up because Think Realty Radio with Obi Golhar is here for you. Every weekday, Obi informs listeners around the country on everything real estate, market news, investment methods, and most importantly, succeeding in the business. Obi shares his strategies with listeners every show. Don't miss out. The tip that could help you the most might be on the next show. Get into a real estate of mind with Think Realty Radio. Weekday afternoons at 2 on Business 1440, Twin Cities Business Radio. Wealthy, middle class, or business owners, you're on your financial journey, but with an emergency break on. That break is debt, and it's just going to get worse with a new tax law. You see, 60% of taxpayers who used the home interest deduction in 2017 will effectively not be able to do so in 2018. Think about that. Daniel Altwick with Your Family Bank here. We've provided a solution to this debt dilemma for over 20 years. Using it, you could cut the length of your debt, including your mortgage, in half and save tens of thousands of dollars. It works, and we can prove it to you. Our solution is not debt consolidation. Get your free ebook and analysis. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Be bold. Take action. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. God bless you, the Patriot, and God bless America. Hey, folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling Watches, the only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world, check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. Up next on the King Banyan Show, King wonders aloud if anyone is listening. Is anyone listening? When I look back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Welcome back. 
lots of lots of fun today, despite a couple technical challenges that each of us is going. No, it's your it's your problem. No, it's your problem. Um, it's your issue. Well, who knows? It's what they but like anyway. to call live radio, huh, King? It is live radio. I mean, I just yeah, I I don't. Lucky for us, we very seldom use a be, use a, a job Saturday report as a best of, so. We don't have to worry about saving this one for prosperity. You can, <laughs> you can bulk the tapes right when this is over, uh, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> what was the old but, movie with, uh, I think, Brad Pitt, Burn After Reading? Is this one just yes, b- bur- yes. Burn After Listening? Yeah, Burn After Listening. That might be, that might be how this one goes. Now, Ross, uh, I'm going to take a quick detour because I love this story. I, I opened up my Wall Street Journal during the break because um, – my friend Vern McKinley, who has been on the show before, has a new book coming out about uh, uh, titled Borrowed Time, Two Centuries of Boom, Bust, and Bailouts at City, meaning Citibank, which is coming out uh, coming out this coming week. Uh, Vern has already promised to come on the show. We, we just need to find the right date. We might, we might, but we're hoping to get him sometime during the month. Uh, you might go two two centuries of banking history. Really, uh, this sound really interesting to me. Uh, it is. It's it, it, it based on on the reviews I've read so far and the piece that's in this morning's Wall Street Journal. Uh, I'm telling you, this is going to be this is this one's going to be uh, um, this is going to be this one's going to be uh, worth your time. I love histories of of money and banking because I th- I think they really tell us a lot about the world that we're around. But down at the bottom of the page, I'll save I'll save this piece from uh, Vern and his co-author James Freeman, who is who is an editorial writer for the uh, for the Wall Street Journal. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll get maybe we'll get Mr. Freeman on as well. That would be that would be uh, super neat. Uh, but. Um, Anyway, at the bottom of the page, I want to read this this part of this to Ross because I think he'll appreciate this uh, point. Uh, Europeans love to bet on sports. The title of this article by Reuben Brenner, who's an economist up in uh, up at McGill University in uh, Montreal. Um, legal gambling can be good for sports and even for opera. Have I got have I got your attention, uh, yeah, Ross? You've piqued me just to see how I could possibly bet on opera. So let's let's okay. let's hear this out. Let's see. So every state except Nevada had illegal gambling, and and as you and I have talked about before, I think even on the show, uh, Murphy versus NCA struck down the uh, the uh, federal law that prohibited any state they grandfathered in nevada they grandfathered in atlantic city and said nobody else can have sports betting nope 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 you can't have it now states can choose after this law was passed um and as as i think it was either with you or maybe it was with john before you came on board ross but we talked about the fact that the leagues were now going to off we're now going to basically um, charge the charge the bookies or charge the casinos um, for licensing rights instead, and they were calling them integrity fees. Yeah, correct. We talked about that, and we also bantered right. back and forth in what our willingness level to partake would be. So, yeah, we had quite the discussion on it. So, so I'm reading from this. Um, some leagues fear corruption, yet they are all well aware that even when gambling was illegal, 
Americans bet some $150 billion a year on sports, and bribery and fixed games have been rare. And in Europe, legal bookmaking has helped keep sports honest. Here's the part I like. When occasional fixing of games occurs, the bookmakers, noticing unusual trading patterns, notify the authorities. With the point spread system, bookies lock in a fixed profit of approximately 5% of all bets and therefore have no reason to fix games. The incentive instead is to keep them honest so as to expand the gambling market. Do you buy that argument, Ross? <laughs> I'm just a believer in where there's a will, there's a way. So this okay. this king may stop the problem for now, but all it takes is one person to find a better way to cheat the system. And as I've told you, I'm not 100% positive I can trust the governing bodies, whether they're unwillingly looking the other way or they're unwillingly looking the other way because they don't know they are. I'm just not sure I, I trust them, which where I'm not necessarily opposed to gambling on Games King. I, I do it, but I also wouldn't put a lot of money on it because I, I, I obviously I have no control, but I definitely feel like I have even less control. Well, then let me read on because this may be the part that you that you're trying to get to. All right. Reel that, me in. Yeah. High betting taxes can breed corruption. Illinois, of course it's Illinois, Illinois taxes casino profits at 50%. Italy imposes an 8.5% levy on the handle, all money bet, rather than net profits. That creates an incentive for bookies to fix games, grab as much money as they can, and exit the business before the tax can be collected. When sports betting is illegal, neither bookies nor winners pay taxes. Leagues that succeed in sustaining the perception that the games are honest get the best of both worlds, the large market and attendant broadcast revenues without the taint of corruption. By that logic, it's better to keep the betting market illegal and honest than subject it to high taxes and arbitrary regulation that could destroy it. That's very interesting, and that that kind of walks down the line that I was very uneloquently trying to get to. I just, I just don't know, King, and, and I know I think you have a little bit of a better handle on the situation than I do. But it, it does almost seem, for to back it up a little bit, it almost seems like you running your own, we'll call it NCAA basketball, and by you I just mean the listener, anybody in general, mm-hmm. not necessarily you. I feel like there's almost more oversight when a single person is running something like that out of their basement or their office pool than once we were to maybe let the NCAA get involved, which they may or may not because they're college athletes. But I think you know what I'm saying. I'm highly skeptical, and your Illinois point, uh, actually kind of incredibly comical that that would be where the corruption's coming from. All All I think of is Blago. Right, those great, those great Blagojevich moments. Right, right, right. No, that's exactly that's exactly right. By the way, you wanted to know what happened in uh, what happened in in the uh, opera houses. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Okay, in the old in, in the glory days of bel canto in say the eighteenth eighteenth and nineteenth century, all opera houses in Italy had a casino attached, even La Scala. The opera houses were private and pro- profitable. Um, the, so an arms dealer named, uh, Domenico Barbaia, um, uh, managed them and commissioned new operas and ballets. If you read Stendhal's biography of, uh, Giancarlo Rossini, 
uh, summarizes his contract with Naples San Carlo Opera House. He got 200 ducats a month for being the musical director and 1,000 ducats as his share of the gambling proceeds. The opera houses were also casinos. How about that? Go figure. Yeah. That that is and very interesting. You found that where, King? Did you tweet that out? That's in the, that I will tweet it out to you at the break. It's in the Wall Street Journal today. Legal gambling can be good for sports because it gives you an encouragement to keep sports honest because no one wants to bet on a fixed game. If you think the game is fixed, I mean, just, okay, let, let's take this to its logical extreme. How much betting happens on the WWE? <laughs> you know, it's funny you would go there, King. I was just thinking, uh, I think you may know that I have a casual interest in the WWE. Mm-hmm. My dad told me years ago growing up, he said the only professional sport not rigged is the WWE because it's choreographed. Correct. <laughs> and, and I think I think that goes along with the untrusting of the gamble of the gambling establishment or situation. But yeah, I didn't want to cut off your point, but I think I know where you're going with this. Right. No, that's exactly but you that's exactly right. There is gambling. Uh, you can you can get bets down on a, on on a on a SummerSlam or something like that. But when you do that, what you're betting on is is what's the next thing in the narrative rather than rather than anything else. Um so I promised you before the break, I teased you that uh, I would let Larry Kudlow talk one more time about the jobs report. And here is that cut. Uh, I want to play. I want to play cut 33, please. Give me just one second to grab that. Here we go. Yeah, and talking to you and speaking to Kevin Hassett previously, Larry, it just seems that the administration is waiting for this supply side response. Has that been your rather nuanced message over to the Federal Reserve as well? Well, let me stay with the supply side response and simply indicate it looks to me like we are in an Stop investment a second. boom. Okay, if you could back it up just two seconds. Um, did you catch that? They tried to get him to say something about the Federal Reserve, and you, did you did you hear him veer the car away from that that hazard? Did you hear that? I did hear that. Yep, I was. Oh, that was, awesome. that, that was awesome. That was awesome. It just cracked me up. That's also very good steering right there, right? Keeping the car between the ditches. Kept the car, kept the car out of the ditches. Like, oh yeah, I see what he basically says. I see what you did there. I'm not going there with you. Go ahead and continue the clip. To me, like we are in an investment boom, a capital goods boom, a capex boom. Those numbers are roaring in recent quarters, and I noticed the monthlies on, you know, durables and factory orders are very, very strong. You know, that was the key intention, the primary thrust thrust of our tax cut plan for businesses. Uh, You know, 21% corporate rate, full expensing, easy repatriation. I think it's working. Now, it's only been in, what, six, seven months, but the early returns on that, just the last couple quarters, are very, very, very strong. That will elevate the whole growth rate and health of the economy. So I like that part a lot. And some analysts, probably not everybody, 
But some analysts are already making some calculations that the productivity rate, output per hour, output per person, is now starting to creep up again. I think it's probably too soon to um, to say anything conclusively. But I've seen these uh, I've seen these views, and uh, it looks like we may be moving back to say one and a half to two percent productivity. We were virtually zero for quite some time. This is all good. Yeah. This is all good. All right. So Larry trumpeting. I mean, he does get this. Okay. That that's that's in part good economics and it's in part a a lot of spin. A lot of spin. Okay? The good economics part, if you really want to have an economy that's growing at 3%, you need the capex gains, you need the productivity increases that he's describing. They absolutely have to happen. The problem is I don't know what data he's reading because this week we saw core capital goods orders reduced down to revised down to a two a two a point two percent month to month gain. Initially we were told it was up point six. Uh the global manufacturing uh purchasing managers index uh fell for the sixth month in a, uh, out of the last seven and the US one moderated we're still at a very healthy 58.1. That's a good number in terms of the manufacturing sector, but it's cooled some off the high. I'm not sure what what Larry what Larry Kudlow is is reading right now when he says that. I don't see the same capex boom as he does, but he may just be be to borrow a term term from finance. He may be talking his book. He needs that investment gain. He needs that productivity gain for this thing to work out. What I've what I've said to you so far today is, yes, he needs that. But for anyone that thinks that we can't grow because of a di- because we can't get any more workers, that's that's nonsense. Uh, nonsense. On that, I thought Cudlow had the better point, uh, a better point certainly than Professor Kruger did. But but I think on this point, uh, he may be overselling where the data are right now. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Out of reading people's faces Knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying If you're paying too much for your health insurance, listen carefully. Due to recent changes in the law, you could be overpaying $500 or more per month on your health care. There are new, more affordable health care options with better coverage. These plans are exempt from the Affordable Care Act and now open to everyone. Health care options with better benefits, costing 30 to 60% less than Obamacare plans and giving you the freedom to see almost any doctor or hospital in the country. Forbes calls this the health care plan that is saving families $20,000 a year. And over 1 million Americans have already taken 
taken advantage of this game-changing health care program. Call 800-239-7174 now to find out how much you'll save. Employers, you too can save 50% or more on group medical insurance with health sharing. Our licensed advisors can take away all the stress of finding the right plan for your needs and budget. Best of all, our service is free. This one call could be the best decision you make this year, so don't delay. Call now to see how much you can save. For your free quote, call 800-239-7174. That's 800-239-7174. Hi, Hugh Hewitt for Patriot Mobile, urging you to go right now to www.patriotmobile.com forward slash you and help us celebrate a supreme summer. That's right, it's a Supreme Court summer. President Trump has nominated Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court, and we need you to help make it happen, and you can do that by switching your cell service because Patriot Mobile, like all of the bigs, has great, great, great cell service, but unlike any of them, support conservative causes. Don't just carry your calls, carry your message, in this case, to confirm Brett Kavanaugh. Every time you use your Patriot Mobile and pay your Patriot Mobile cell phone bill, you're supporting conservative causes like those that protect your rights, support interpreting the Constitution with originalism. And right now, while supplies last, enjoy a new Motorola E4 or an E4 Plus smartphone for only $4 a month. Mention my name, Hugh, when you call 1-800-APATRIOT to switch your service or visit www.patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. That's www.patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. Make conservative change happen every time you use your cell phone. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Wow. A little different for you there, Ross. I get all over the place with my music. That's awesome. Great. Good for you. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. If you want to hear the uh, music we use for the bumps on this show, some of which I guess I'm going to hear for the first time, <laughs> thanks to te- <laughs> technology, uh, you go to Spotify. Uh, in, the upper, in, in the upper left-hand corner, you'll see the search box type. Spotify colon user colon KYCR underscore studio. KYCR underscore studio. That's where you'll find the channel that has the playlist for this show going back for, oh gosh, a long, long time. Uh, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to listen to. I pop it. I pop it on while I'm at the gym uh, over the lunch hour after I finish the show here. I usually get my lunch a little later in the afternoon and and um and uh and it and this show's this show's playlist is part of my afternoon routine you can do that too uh so thanks thanks ross it's yeah we we take you with me every saturday 
Oh, well, that's awfully emotional. I like it. Oh, good, good. And I, oh, I'm i stuck with I, you all weekend. Oh, yeah, you are. You are indeed. Uh, so, so I think we've run through the jobs report. We've talked about this investment boom. If, if there's an investment boom, one of the things, and why why I think the questioner, whose name I cannot remember, the Bloomberg reporter, tried to lure Larry Kudlow into saying something about the Fed is because because earlier in the week, the Federal Reserve held interest rates constant uh, at, at its FOMC meeting on Tuesday and Wednesday of this last week. The only changes they made to their statement is where they used the word solid to describe economic growth. They switched to strong in two different places. It was the most minor little nips and tucks in the editing. And basically, the Wall Street Journal did a great job in creating this thing called called the FOMC Statement Tracker. All it does is it takes two statements and just shows you where it's different by doing some highlighting and some crossing out and using different colors for fonts and so on. It's great. I've never seen one quite as lightly edited as this, but to the extent they edited it, they edited it, they edited it in the direction of saying the economy is even stronger than what they had said when they raised rates in June. And so they turn around and say, eh, we're not going to raise rates. The economy is even stronger than we thought in June, but they were not going to raise rates yet. Certainly gives the hint that they're going to they're going to do something at the next meeting, which which will be in at the end of September. Um. Uh, so, on that point, because the because now the financial press is just trying to catch any Trump official uh, engaged in Fed bashing. Um, Vice President Mike Pence was on. Was was on a show. I don't know which show this was from, uh, but uh, but let's go ahead and play this. This is clip twenty-five. The president recently tweeted about the Federal Reserve, and he said, "You know, it's crazy that the Federal Reserve is going to be raising interest rates. If the economy is so great. Why not raise interest rates?" Well, I, look, we we respect the independence of the Federal Reserve, and the, 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 the president reflected his own personal opinion about that. Um, but what we don't want to see happen going forward is we don't want policies, whether Capitol Hill or elsewhere, that diminish the tremendous energy that we have in this economy today. Look, as I said before, as I travel across this country, you sense the confidence that Americans feel again in a very real sense. It's like a steel worker said in Granite City, Illinois, yesterday with tears in his eyes. He said, we're back. And, and I sense that all across okay. the country. Okay, People's- we can stop there. He's gonna. He's now going to tell us. You know, he's now going to do his version of the hotel commercial of "I've been everywhere, man," and and tell tell us all the people he's talked to. Uh, thank you, thank you, Mr. Vice President. Look, here's my here's my viewpoint. If you go back and look at what happened in two thousand three and two thousand four, in two thousand two. In 2002, with the GDP growing at less than 2% and an unemployment rate around 6% and an inflation rate around 2.4%, the Fed cut interest rates to 1.25%. 
Uh, this was under Greenspan. And then it cut them 1% again, it cut them a quarter percent again in 2003 uh, as we are just beginning to come out of that recession. In 2004, GDP growth averaged 3.5%. The unemployment rate's running at 6%. The inflation rate's at 3%, not 2%. And they start to raise rates on June 30th. Here's my point. Whether or not there was a press conference, whether or not there was any other preparation, the Federal Reserve between June 30, 2004 and, and January 31, 2006, excuse me, going from Greenspan to Bernanke in that period, raised rates every meeting. The Federal Reserve has, I think, gotten to the habit, it has tied its hands so that it does not think it can raise rates unless it actually talks to the press. I understand the desire for transparency, and I applaud, I applaud Chair Bernanke for starting the press conference tradition. I applaud Chair Yellen for continuing it. I applaud Chair Powell for saying, I'm not going to go two meetings between them. But this, but he could have used it now. He could have used it a little sooner. And I think they were just afraid that if they said they were going to have a press conference in eight weeks, that they would have already given up their, that they would have shocked the market into thinking that they had a, they, that they were going to raise in this meeting. To be blunt, I think they should have raised in this meeting. I think they're behind the curve. In getting getting jawboned by by the vice president or the president or getting tweeted at by the president. Can we call it jawboning when it's on Twitter? I don't know. Uh, but I, I, if you want to demonstrate your independence, if that's really that important to you, and it should be, You should have told you. You should have just raised rates and told fellows like, um, like the vice president and the president. No, this is where the economy is. We say it's strong, and then we don't raise rates. I sincerely don't understand their their reluctance to get out in front of this at this particular moment. Prices are beginning to go higher. The tariffs that are being put in place are providing comfort to U.S. firms to raise rates because they know international competition, to the extent that comes in, is being throttled back by tariffs, which are just a tax on U.S. citizens who have the audacity to buy foreign goods. That's what a tariff is. And indeed, I'm going to want to. I want to say a little bit more about this, about these tariffs, from a very fine piece written last week by uh, by John Cochran from the Hoover Institution. I'll do that right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand, and I said, 
listen I've traveled every road in this here land I've been everywhere man I've been everywhere man across the deserts bare man I breathe the mountain air man I've traveled I've had my share man I've been everywhere Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. Pro-life across America, the Billboard people. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. ProLife Across America, All right. Welcome back. King Banyan Show. Business 1440-651-289-4477. The technology has worked well for the last 45 minutes, so we'll dare to take another call. Dan, if you still wanted to ask your question about AOC, um, we, we could talk about that some more, uh, if you like. Um, 
or 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 to any of the rest of you. But I I do note that uh, it's. It's a rainy day, and maybe some people are out just doing some other stuff um, today. Maybe maybe uh, this is a good day to drop a drop a line in the water and see uh, what you get for fish. My dad always insisted on fishing on rainy days. I guess they bite better then. That's what they say. That does not tend to be my experience, although when I fish, I don't tend to do well no matter what the weather is. My experience with fishing is I get wet. <laughs> That's it. Whether it's from the rain or the water in the uh, in the lake, yeah, or the one river, way or the right? other, you know, you know this, you know, it's almost that 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 picture of me getting into the boat with the slogan underneath, "This will not end well," and and we do not mean for the fish. <laughs> uh, all I picture is you in like that full rain gear, the all yellow rain gear with the hat yeah. head to toe. Yeah, yeah, and I grew up near the coast and uh, knew lots of people that uh, made their living on. On the sea, uh, I grew, grew up close enough that I knew people that uh, that uh, did uh, lobster fishing and, and even uh, clamming, uh, which doesn't require you to get too, too wet, but you got to dig in a lot of beach sand uh, often. So anyway, um, 651-289-4477 if you want to talk. Here's the thing uh, about these tariffs, and I thought this is a really good point that uh, was made uh, actually about a week and a half ago uh, by John Cochran. John is, is, uh, uh, is, at, uh, is at the Hoover Institution as a senior fellow. Uh, he was a professor at the Booth School in Chicago. Uh, and, um, and, he's, and, and he's talking about these, these tariffs and the fact that, that, you know, Ron Johnson, senator from Wisconsin, referred referred to them. This is becoming a Soviet-type economy here. Commissars deciding who's going to be granted waivers, commissars in the administration, figuring out how they're going to sprinkle around benefits. He, he, was, he was really kind of in, in high dudgeon um, uh, about two weeks ago. I, he- I actually heard uh, uh, Senator Johnson say that. And, and I think he was a little, a little over the top. I wouldn't want to say that. But John, uh, uh, Dr. Cochran makes this point that I think is very, very important. Everything, everyone, okay, everyone in a ter- in a world with lots of tariffs depends on the whim of the administration. Who gets tariff protection on whim? Then you, but but then you can apply for a waiver. Who gets those? On what basis? Now you can get subsidies. Who gets the subsidies? Soybean farmers. There's no law, no rule, no basis for any of this. If you think you deserve a waiver, on what basis do you sue to get one? This is a bipartisan danger, Cochran continues. I was critical of the ACA, Obamacare, since so many businesses were asking for and getting waivers. I was critical of the Dodd-Frank Act since so much regulation and enforcement is discretionary. Keep your mouth shut and support the administration is good advice in both cases. And to my mind, our drift to an economy in which every successful business needs a special waiver or dispensation from the government, granted at the government's pleasure or displeasure, is our greatest danger. He continues, tariffs are a tax. Why does the president have unilateral power to impose a tax? The president can't change the income tax code, right? 
except for some interpretation issues, like he wants to now index capital gains for inflation, and he thinks and he, and and the pres the administration is investigating whether or not they can do that by by executive order and bypass Congress. I support indexing of capital gains. I don't support doing it by executive order. I think that would be kind of. I think that leads to to real problems. And to go back to what, what Larry Kudlow was saying about an investment tax movement, you want to know what really kills investment? Not knowing whether or not you will be the industry that is granted favor by the administration. You want to know what really kills investment? Having to spend money on lobbyists to go argue for your ta- your waiver okay, or your subsidy from Congress. That rent seeking, which is the term for for seeking such for trying to gain those waivers or gain those subsidies, such rent seeking is a is a is a waste in society. It is it is different, and this is a point that Ann Kruger, among others, made uh, uh, many years ago, where she developed the term rent seeking in looking at this very issue of tariffs. The activity of going to Washington and hiring lobbyists to argue for them for you, those dollars cannot be spent on building a new machine and increasing the productivity of your workers. That money cannot be spent on rising on raising wages. That money instead is being spent on lawyers and communications, media specialists to curry favor from those who would who would hand it out this is a this is a this is an issue cochran goes on quoting quoting senator mike rounds from south dakota what's the strategy what's the end game here at what point do we start seeing things move out of this chaotic state they're in now in where we actually see new trade agreements um Mr. Trump, addressing a, a gathering of veterans groups, uh, urged patience on trade. Despite concerns raised by cr- critics, the president said, just stick with us. It's all working out. Well, Cochran says, well, what is the end game? If it's a world of zero tariffs, a suggestion the G7 should have taken and run with, fine, but say so. If it is for China to reform intellectual property treatment, fine, say so. You cannot expect a negotiating adversary to move unless that adversary understands that if you do X, the problem really will be solved. If the goalposts always shift, they have no reason to budge. That's why I've played for you time and time again the president's statements about the size of the bilateral trade deficit with with China, or, or should I say China that seems to be his pronunciation. Very, China. very well done. Yeah, China. I, well, I, I grew up not too far from New York City, so so I, I've got that. And I don't understand why he doesn't have a Manhattan accent. He, When he talks in public, he goes almost full Bronx on us. <clears throat> and I've never quite understood why he does that the way he does that. But anyway. Maybe to show um, the, the tough guy, right? Maybe right. that's what it is. I really believe the problem is that 
if we said it was just for IP reform, uh, intellectual property reform, that if he was, if he was more willing, if he was willing to say, when you fix this, then these tariffs go away. That would be fine. But the only if then that I've been able to infer from the president's statements is in fact, is in fact, um, I've got to make the bilateral trade deficit go away. You know what? I'm going to, let's get up uh, uh, cut 34. This was Larry Kudlow. After being asked about the jobs report, he, get, he gets a chance to talk about China himself. And I'm not going to play all of this, Ross, but let's start cut 34, please. Larry, you've sat around the table with the Chinese many, many times. What is your opinion, your insight into what is happening with the Chinese economy currently? Well, look, I'm not an expert. I do try to follow it. And it looks to me, I don't know, you all may disagree. It looks to me like the China economy is, is, is declining in growth. It's weakening uh, almost across the board. And it looks like the uh, People's Bank of China is trying to pump it up by, you know, adding high-powered money and, and, and uh, new credit and so forth. The Stop currency- there, please. So I think that's all true. So his first part of, his, of, of Larry Kudlow's answer is we are inflicting pain on them. And they're they're counteracting. They're trying to counteract it. Let's listen to the counteraction. Continue. Fall. Uh, the currency fall, I think, is partly they've stopped defending the yuan. They think it's going to help uh, offset the U.S. Uh, uh, effort to get rid of their unfair trading. Some of the currency fall, though, I think is just money leaving China because it's a lousy investment. And if that continues, that will really damage the Chinese economy. If money Stop. leaves China. All right. Suppose you're you're you know the the economics minister, the vice premier uh, uh, Liu, is coming to the states to have conversations with with U.S. officials. When you hear Larry Kudlow say that, what is your what is your reaction to that in terms of what negotiating strategy do you want to take? Clearly, I think. Larry Kudlow believes they should they should quote unquote sue for peace. Not they're not really interested. You know what? Continue continue cut thirty four please. Money leaves China and the currency could be a leading indicator. They're gonna be in a heap of trouble. And so I'm gonna make the case that they are in a weak economic position. That's not a good place for them to be vis a vis the trade negotiations first point. Second point, they better not underestimate President President Trump's determination to follow through on our asks, okay, IP theft, no-go. Force transfer of technology, no-go. Non-reciprocal trading on tariffs and non-tariff barriers. You know, the president... Stop. All right. I was with you on IP theft. I was with you on forced tech transfer. If he had stopped there, then I could have interpreted his statement to say, I bet you, I'm going to ask you to back it up about five, ten seconds, Ross, uh, while, I, while I talk about this. Okay? You could have done this and said, stop the IP theft, stop forced technology transfer, and we'll stop doing that. Understand, you're saying, I've backed you into a corner, you're weak. You have to agree with us about about something. But then he gets to this term, 
What does non-reciprocal trade mean? Play, play that again. Go ahead and restart it. Force transfer of technology, no go. Uh, non-reciprocal trading on tariffs and non-tariff barriers. You know, the president, he's a trade reformer. We said many times, no tariffs, no tariff barriers, no subsidies. We want to see trade reforms. China is not delivering, okay? Their economy is weak. Stop. Yeah, come on. This is, this is the part that makes me nuts. This is the part that makes me nuts. That... All right, I have a non-reciprocal trading agreement with with uh, the uh, Mexican restaurant that I stop at. Okay, they have a trade surplus with me because I buy tacos and I give them cash. They have never bought economic advice from me or, or a lesson in economics from me ever, ever, ever. Okay, I don't understand this term non-reciprocal trade. If they want to subsidize sending me tacos, I'm very happy for that, you know, by offering my, offering me tacos on sale, whereas the store down the street, the taqueria down the street doesn't offer me tacos on sale. Guess what? I want my tacos on sale. All right? It's clearly non-reciprocal. I do not understand this term in any way, shape, or form. Non-reciprocal trade. What kind of... I, I don't get that at all. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too, until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife. So I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it. Trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally 
if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. One of the greatest scandals of our time has been the denial of religious liberty around the globe. In the last half century, three U.S. presidents have defended religious liberty in particularly historic ways. Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan confronted the Soviet Union with both strong words and strong actions. Last month, the State Department of the Trump administration held the first ministerial to advance religious freedom, and it made an unprecedented statement to the world that the United States puts religious liberty at the top of its diplomatic agenda. Religious freedom, as Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said at the gathering, is not exclusively an American right. It is a God-given universal right. That's exactly the right statement for the United States of America to make to the world. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Now it hit 207.05. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got trumpets. Anything else? No. <laughs> right. That's it? It did hit it. We blew the budget on the well, trumpets? We confirmed that. It did hit ah, it. Ah, okay. there it is. We got a little confetti on the screen for our uh-huh. radio listeners. Why not? Uh, it's pulled back, of course, as immediately. You get the cell signal coming when it hits the mark. And it's back to 206.64. <laughs> Welcome back, King Banging Show. Business 1440. Yep. Our first trillion dollar company for a fleeting moment, we had to blow the blow the trumpets for Apple crossing the trillion dollar uh, trillion dollar number on Thursday. It's clearly it's clearly a, a an awesome thing a thirteen figure valuation. Uh, it, it is amazing, but what it really does show, as Matt Phillips wrote in the uh, New York Times uh, earlier, is that is that companies are beginning to be able to build greater and greater value. They're able to develop that. In, and, and in the process of doing that, I, kind, I think, to go back to some, something I was saying in the previous segment, they're beginning to have to go back to, to government to basically assure that their position stays in place. I mean, you're a large firm. You don't have a problem having a, 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 a presence in Washington. What I wonder about is the firm that's got uh, 20 to 30 people working for it, sitting in, um, sitting in a suburb of the Twin Cities, whose only voice could be um, a, a lobbying organization such as the NFIB or the Chamber of Commerce, who represents them as one of many, but those, but those groups are also, even those groups, NFIB or the Chamber, 
have to look to those who make the largest largest contributions to their budget, which is not likely to be that 20-person firm out there. Um, we now all if you look at the profits of all publicly traded companies in 1975 half of the profits were uh, were uh, held by 109 firms today that's 30 firms and my my question to you is is twofold first of all this is a reminder to me of a, a, a phrase we used to use in thinking about Wall Street back in the 70s called the Nifty 50, that there was a group of 50 stocks in which we, we thought, well, if we, as long as we leave our money in, the, in that Nifty 50, the stock market will continue to go up and my wealth will expand. Now, all I ever hear is FANG, right, for Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. Uh, or alphabet. Um, that's the term that we're hearing instead, and that, in fact, is going to be. Um, I, I, and my question is: Is that the right way to go? But the other point is, as fewer and fewer firms have these profits, these fewer and fewer firms have lobbying ability that we see in Washington. And it's a very bipartisan problem. This is not a, this is not a problem of Republicans or Democrats or anything like that. This is a problem that exhibits itself as a problem of how we how we run the our markets here in the in in the twenty first century. And that that's something that we'll have to just continue to talk about here. Over the next over the next few uh, weeks and months, uh, thank you for job Saturday. Economy's doing great. Just you know, stay with it. Um, stay with it for now is what I say. Stay with us uh, here on uh, Business fourteen forty. Thank you for listening, even with our technology technology challenges. Stay dry. Thanks, Ross, for the production. We'll see you next week. King Banyan Show Business fourteen forty. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a 
a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406, or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Business 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. Streaming worldwide at Twitter. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.